0: Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dan Greer with Leading from the Middle. Of the Pack, and today, we're gonna be chatting all about like how to work with things whenever they don't go exactly the way you expect them to. So, just a cube theme song. We'll be right back in just a minute. Awesome! So glad you guys are still here. Well, today we're gonna be chatting all about like how you should react and what you should do as a leader. And, and man, I don't like the word "should." Let's let's maybe rethink that word. from the middle of the pack. How I act and how I react when things don't go the way that I expect them to go. Because I don't like telling people what they should do. I don't like telling people how they should do stuff. Like, that's 100% up to you. That's all about determining who you are and figuring out who you are as a person and a leader and that kind of stuff. So um, recently, we had an event and it didn't go quite as planned. Um, I'm getting into details of it later. I don't want to talk about it right now. But uh, it was it was atrocious. Like, it was horrible. We had a whole bunch of people sign up, and only a few of them actually showed up and um, ended up being done super quick, fast, and hurry. And and there was a lot of things that led up to it, right? Like there's a lot of things that caused this to happen. Now, I, I take I fold a, sh- a shoulder full blame for this on me for my team as to why it happened and what and what happened within it. And I'm gonna explain a little bit more about that here in just a minute. But with this event plan, super big with lots of people coming, the room was full, it was sold out and then i get there and i'm doing the event and like very few people show up right and and first off there's a couple of things that happens emotionally you're just like booh super deflated right and then secondly the thing that you got to remember is it's like man put a lot of effort in this put a lot of time we had people actually sign up like it's not it's not a lose because we still got their emails and we still communicate with them but like why are we struggling to get through to this why do we struggle to get people here blah, blah, blah. And so you've got a couple different options, right? Like one of the things you can do is you can, you can not show up for the few people that do show up. And that's not the way to do it. Whenever anybody shows up for you, no matter how big the crowd is, you got to show up full force and be a hundred percent there for them. Could, could you imagine like, I don't know. Can you imagine if you, you took time out of your day to go somewhere and you're like, Oh, there's not as many people here as there should be. And and you just like puss out and you don't, you don't give them anything like you just shut down you go yep we're just gonna shut down early today guys we're not even gonna do this because there's not enough people here it's not worth my time you just told those those few people that showed up that they're not worth your time right so as a leader we got to show up whether we have one person following us or whether we have thousands of people following us or tens of thousands of people following us and we got to show up with the same energy the same passion every single day okay so, so there's a few things that led up to this event not working. And this is just something that I kind of want to like iron out and, and get through it because it's, it's one of those things that really helps me to understand stuff is to like share this stuff. And hopefully you can learn from my mistakes because you're hopefully smarter than I am and you learn from other people's mistakes, not just your own. If you only have to learn from your own, then I got do, do your own stuff, fail your own thing. Just turn this podcast off and don't listen to it. But if you like learning from other people's screw ups, then well, you know, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. We we did this and and I'm going to tell about a few things that led up to it. So first thing is, is we didn't have one person do the event all the way through. So we switched off ownership of the event on our team because we hired somebody about halfway through the event. What that means is, is that the person who was supposed to create the funnel didn't create the funnel, right? They didn't create the landing page. They didn't create the sign up page. They didn't do that. Actually, I created one, and then we hired somebody, and they came in. And they created more of them instead of using the one that was already created because they didn't like what was created. And like, I got mixed emotions on that too. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. We don't need to spend a ton of time redoing stuff that's already been done. If somebody spent a lot of time on it already, hone it, make it better. Don't start from scratch. And the, the reason that they did that was because they didn't want to upset me because I created that funnel. And they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's like no, just fix it, make it better. Like it's stupid to redo things five times because guess what? whatever, right? Like there's things that come in there. So the big thing that I can say is this is you got to work together as a team, like you can't be separates. And and that was part of what happened here was that we tried to delegate who was running this event, who was handling it, and we had too many hands in the pot. And we've talked about this before. We've talked all about like macro leadership and micro leadership and not being a micro manager, but being, you know, a micro leader and getting it all down to the lower points on the on the ladder, and like breaking down each section and giving somebody responsibility for each section. Well, we didn't do that. We messed up. That was a mistake on my end, hundred percent. As a leader, I take full responsibility for that. I didn't say, "Hey, use this funnel, do this," right? Too too much too much free will. Also, whenever somebody's trying to do something, um, they you can take five steps backwards if they're not as far ahead as you are, right? And so, we need to be very aware of like um, not telling people, yeah, do whatever works, right? We need to be aware of telling them, being concise with our directions and directives and being able to like give that guidance out and, and not being afraid of that. So that's, that's one thing, right? Okay. I take full responsibility for that because nobody had ownership in the project. Like we all had ownership in it, but nobody had ownership ownership in it. Nobody, nobody was held accountable if it failed. Um, The second thing is is like whenever we get into this there's there's a lot that goes into events and and one of the things that you want to do is is definitely have like an email sequence that goes up to it well i had built like a 12 page email sequence in my funnel that was going to send out an email every single day if somebody signed up for like almost two weeks and if if you don't get it before the event it's no big deal like you just continue to get it afterwards and it builds up it builds up anticipation and excitement about what's going on the way the emails are written but it's, it's all pre-planned, right? So, like, you get these emails, you get one a day every day for, like, 14 days before the event. Or if you sign up the day of the event, then you get it for one day and then you get it for 13 days after the event. Right? Or you're automatically moved into a new email sequence and so you don't get all that content because you didn't sign up early enough. But there's a couple different ways to do that. And uh, one of the things that happened was is we had one email go out for everybody who signed up before. And that was it. One email. One And he said, congratulations, didn't have a calendar invite, didn't have anything in it, it just said the time and location of it. So that was a huge mistake on our part that we messed up on, and that's why we had so little attendance at this as well. The other thing we figured out about halfway through this, the platform we were using um, started spamming us, like logging us as potential fraud or spam. And so we were trying to fix that in the middle of this. So that caused people... To have disbelief or doubt in what was going on. What did I just sign up for? Oh my God, I just get my email to some idiot. Oh, I've got to go, whatever. You know what I mean? Like we had we had to overcome that obstacle, that disbelief, that doubt that was instilled in them because of what had happened there. And so we had to take steps and actions to make sure that we aren't, you know, getting those blocker reports because as you grow, as your email list grows, as you send out more emails, you're gonna get those spam spam things because people mark you as spam automatically gets there because they're just tired of seeing your emails for right now. A lot of people don't actually do that. Some people do. Um it is what it is. Don't mark somebody spam, just go like unsubscribe from their email list. That's all you gotta do. Like it's not that hard. If you don't want to be on their list, like they're just trying to make a living just like you and me are. Um, They're just trying to trying to be influential. But if you mark somebody as spam, like I'm not talking about like an Outlook mark them as spam. Well that works too, but I, I mean like report them as spam if it's not really spam, like if it's real, like they're just trying to make a living. Like it's a, it's a whole different story. Now, if they're shy street, a whole different cup of tea there. Right. So, so like be, be aware of that. But that's one of the things that definitely hurt us was that was the one email sequence. And the fact that we started getting marked spam halfway through the event, um, halfway through the lead up to the event, which was crazy tough. Now there's another thing that, that really hurt us bad in this event. And I just, I kind of just want to talk about it. Right. Like It's, it's one of those things that it's like, we build hype, we build hype, we build hype. But if we're not marketing to the right people in the right location, of course, we're not going to get them to sign up. And that's one of the biggest things that we've got to remember is you have to know your market. You have to know who your perfect customer is. You have to get that nailed down. And if you don't know who your perfect customer is, then you can't figure that out. Now, I know you're thinking, you're like, Dan, this is all about a product. It's not about leadership. This is a leadership podcast. You said this was going to be all about leadership. Just give me a second. I'm going to tie it in right after this drink. So the way that marketing ties into your leadership is that you should be doing the same thing to your people as a leader. I'm not saying you need to send them daily emails, but you need to be more than just, just like, boom, business, 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 business. You need to create that relationship with them. And the way you do that is by messaging them, is by building that trust, by building that loyalty, because guess what? If they think that you're shy street, they're not going to trust you as a leader. If they feel that you're not, you don't have their best interests at heart, they're not going to trust you. They're not going to follow you. But if they do feel like you have their best interests at heart, like you're not just after um, the end goal, which is leader we are after the end goal, right? But you also care about the journey throughout getting there. It's going to make it easier to follow you. You guys getting this? Does that make sense? Do you see how that kind of combines together, right? Like, a customer, if you don't get them to believe that you're looking out for their best interest, then guess what? They're not gonna care either. Like they're gonna drop you, they're gonna spam you, they're gonna whatever, you know, they're not gonna show up at the event after they sign up for it. So like there's some things there, right? Now one of the last things that I want to talk about in this, which is huge, and I know that this is gonna be a pretty short podcast. So hopefully you guys enjoy it, but um is like devaluing yourself too much. So we actually went from a $47 buy-in to a zero dollar buy-in and because we weren't getting the signups we wanted so we wanted to discount it plus it was fourth of july so we did like a fourth of july sale right and we discounted it because we wanted to share the knowledge our goal was to share the knowledge 100 percent. that was our only goal that was our only thing that we were after and so that's something that um we struggled with right because we discounted ourselves too much so we went from a buy-in that included lunch to free, and they got a free meal out of it as well for the people who showed up, and for the people who showed up, it was a great deal, right? And we actually did a did a promotion where everybody who signed up beforehand, we gave them a refund um, when they showed up. We gave them fifty dollars cash. They actually, got made three dollars on showing up. I know, big deal, it's three bucks, but anyways, my point is, is like we we had it set up to where if you showed up, it was successful. It was success, right? Like you would win. And so, we discount ourselves too much. And one of the people that follows Russell Brunson, and Russell Brunson says, "People who pay pay attention. And people who pay a lot pay a lot of attention. So the more you pay, the more attention you pay to it because it hurts. You're 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 actually physically having pain from that money leave your bank account to go to that." to sign up for that, to get that, so you're going to learn, you're going to listen, but when it's zero dollars, you're not really committed, like, think about it, if you don't pay for something, and they say, oh, yeah, come to the park, and they plan a meal for 5,000 people, and 100 people show up, because nobody paid, because it was free, do you really feel that bad, because you're like, oh, I didn't pay for it, as a person, no, you've justified it, I didn't pay for it, but even if you pay $5, you're going to be like, oh, I paid for that, I'm going to go get my meal, right, like, we have this, we have this ability inside of us to think about this. And I'm not telling you as leaders to charge the people underneath you. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is figure out a way to get them to pay so that they pay attention. Right. And I'm not talking about, again, like financially charging I'm talking about as a leader, you got to figure out a way to get people to pay, to get them invested in you, invested in your message so that they can win. And sometimes that's Giving you gift cards sometimes that's doing something completely off the wall, right? To keep them invested in it and get them there. So that, I mean, that is kind of a way of pay. It's not like saying we're going to give everybody a gift card, but you know, you get the chance to get a gift card if you do this or this or this. That's why they, that's why they wait till the end of webinars to give away stuff because they want you there through their sales pitch at the very end of them. I mean, spoiler alert, right? We all know that every webinar has a sales pitch in it or they're trying to sell something. That's just why they're there. Nobody gives out free knowledge for the sake of free. That's just the way it works. Like I don't even do that, right? Like you can bet money on it. There's going to be some kind of offer on everything that I give out. The only thing I give out for free is these podcasts and my blogs on EclipseDotCom, right? Like that's really all that's free. And the only reason that stuff's free is because it needs to be like, we need to have resources, but if we're doing live events, you can guarantee there's going to be some kind of offer at it somewhere within the event. Like we're, we're, there's a purpose for what we're doing. We're in business, right? Just like you guys are leaders. You're, you have a purpose for everything that you do. Whenever you have an event for people have a purpose. Don't just say, Oh, we're going to do a lunch to so do a lunch. No, do a lunch for a purpose, do a lunch to raise awareness on something, do a lunch to get more people involved in something, do a lunch to, to whatever, you know what I mean? Like give out this free cooler for driver of the year or whatever it is. So you guys, that's really it. That's, I just wanted to kind of recap some of that was going on and some of the things that you can do that'll make you better. And so if we go back and we kind of just spend this just a little bit more, just to recap on it, it's like, number one is, is you've got to, you got to get buy-in, you've got to have emails, you've got to build that trust with your people. And so um, don't, don't like somebody has to take ownership in every single project. You you won't win if you don't take ownership in it, right? And you got have somebody that takes ownership in it. And don't switch owners halfway through the project and expect it to to exceed, to excel unless the first owner is sucking it up, right? Like it happens. We have owners that suck stuff up. We have people that suck stuff up, and we have to change that. As leaders, that's part of the hard. That's part of the hard part of being a leader is having to change that stuff, right? Having to pull somebody off of it and change stuff around and and demote and promote and all that other stuff, right? So that's part of being a leader that that sucks. The other thing is like, make sure your information is correct. Don't, don't send out false information. Make sure that everything is 100% right. Triple check it if you have to. Don't don't, don't put out anything that's going to cause people to lose trust in you because that's huge. Once people start to trust you, they'll continue to trust you. But until then, it makes it really hard. So you got to build that trust first. The email sequence is huge. Don't just do one email before any event or before anything. If you've got stuff coming up, hammer them you know, three times a week with emails, once a day. Getting, getting them excited about what's coming up, that kind of stuff. Um The last thing is is like just make sure that that you're committed to win and that everybody on your team is on the same page. That's it guys. That's it. I know a little bit of a, a shorter podcast, but hope you guys enjoyed it. Chat to you later. And uh remember, if you didn't like this, you didn't listen to it. Don't your time. If you did like it, it We serve you. Five stars, we'd love it. Alright, share this with some friends. Talk to you guys later. Bye.